Disc Golf News Podcast. And at the very end, you get a little cow with a winner. Woo! Let's go! News Podcast, baby! What's up, Aaron? What do you think about the news? It's good. Welcome to another episode of Hey! It's a Disc Golf News Podcast. Danny's back from Utah. Yes, sir. Yeah, me and Jerry were holding the fort down in the shop, so... Never doubt. Having our own fun around here. Yeah. Got to hope of fun. No fun. Tons of fun around here without yeah. you. <laughs> That's all right. We had a good time, man. Yeah, we had a good time. Oh, Shout that. out Stanley, Danielle, Greg, throwing down on that FPO3 footage. Yeah. That was yeah, awesome. Dude, that had to be a soon. good time. I guess tie-dye Tuesday. That's true. Yeah. It's the Tuesday after the PDJ World Championships. And we never miss a tie-dye Tuesday. The three of us very <laughs> rarely do. Jerry misses Purple Friday occasionally. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But, yeah, so we uh two tight races in both divisions at Worlds. Crazy <laughs> races. The finishes. Oh, my goodness. It lacked no intrigue. Like, no. It, it was it was crazy. I did ask uh, Jeff Spring, like, are you the guy I'm supposed to ask for a refund? I feel like I need my money back <laughs> after this. <laughs> Which I got a media like, pass, yeah. so I didn't even pay for it. But <laughs> I'm still looking for that refund. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, before we get going even further, we're actually drinking some Bevel beer right now. Yeah, shout sure. out Bevel. Had a yeah. cool conversation with uh, Valerie at dinner one night, so that was That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. yeah, this is uh, the Black Ace. Black, um, I don't know exactly the type of beer it is. CDA, Cascadian Dark oh. Ale. Okay. Yeah. Pretty sure that's what they're calling it. It's pretty which good. Which is I'm basically Black IPA, how yeah. I think of it anyways, yeah. which yeah. is hoppy, but still, still an ale. Yeah. yeah. It's bomb. Super good, darker. Flavor. It is smooth. I think this is the first bevel that's touched my lips, and I'm a I'm a fan. Yeah. yeah. So, at Worlds, what was your biggest takeaway? Before <laughs> Dude, before Im- even getting into like, I was gonna say yeah. it's impossible for it not to be the holy shot. Yeah. But honestly, it's just it's the disc golf family and being around them. We got a great glimpse, first glimpse into it hosting OTB Open and just really getting to meet a lot of these players for the first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the the coolest people that are out there. It's it's such a welcoming family. And the more and more you're around them, the more and more people you know, and just the more part of you know the family you really feel like. And just feeling very lucky and blessed to, to be a part of that. Had an awesome week out there. Uh, it wouldn't have been, you know, quite the same without that FPO three coverage and being able to go out there. So that was awesome. Um, yeah, just, just a, a great time. And yeah, what, what a finish for, for both sides where you're watching until the very last throw. Yeah. yeah. On both two, on both of them, two juggernauts. Yeah. Getting slayed. Yeah. Two, five times, basically looking like they're going to be six times with two throws to go. Yeah. Yeah. And then, boom. Yeah, in very different ways. Both, like, to me, Cat's shot was harder. Cat's shot was extremely impressive. It was like 350 or something like that. a little further out. Like 100 feet further out. Huge Anheuser angle, too. And the amount of inbound she was in by, by an inch or two, was made it, everyone kind of screamed and then kind of quieted down and then was like, yeah, again. I feel like really bad for Cat, actually. How so? She's like, nobody's talking about it. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, it did get eclipsed because of what James did. Yeah. But it's still going down in history. It absolutely, yeah. I to mean, your point, it is getting eclipsed. It's amazing. Yeah. Like, I was so stoked for Cat. Like, that's such a big shot. And yep. 
Yeah. She hasn't necessarily known to have been clutch in her life. Like she's on right. drives, yeah. Like she's Yeah, I mean she's, on drives more so than, than yeah. putts, but yeah. But like she's she's had some uh I mean it's been it was seven years between worlds for her, the longest yeah. ever. Yeah, I between their that. first yeah. and second yeah. worlds. I thought she had one too. I don't know what it was. I don't know. But I was going in with the mindset of like, okay, she's got two and looking for three. Yeah. Just shows my lack of knowledge. But yeah, yeah that was I think she had one almost pretty much in the bag and she lost kind of lost it. Sure. The, the year Valerie won. Yeah. Yeah. That 20, one. I don't know. That was 2016 yeah. at yeah, Emporia. Too far along. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's been in there with a few, like the one that Paige got at a, like the Ledgestone courses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was really close there. Mm-hmm. And yep. wasn't she just like missed a couple short putts? I yeah, think yeah. maybe the day before. Yep. I'm trying to remember the exact finish of that one. But uh, yeah, she's she's been right there. Mm-hmm. And this time, you know, to see her come out victorious. That shot was in, insane, though. I yeah. was standing pretty much right behind them. I was following that card to the finish. And she launched it. Like so much commitment on that shot. And uh, did, like from behind her, I couldn't tell how close it was, and I didn't get up there. You know, I'm not I'm not that close. I'm the least important camera. It was my thought process the whole <laughs> week. Like every other camera is more important. Go in front of me. Um, so I didn't even see until the post produced coverage how close that shot was. Like it was twenty yeah. percent over the line, right? Yeah, yeah. That's mm-hmm. insane. And it then putting all that pressure on. Dude, it hit the brakes so fast. So fast. It's thick grass right there. So I was thinking she really trusts her disc probably more than anyone in the game as far as like her hyzer to expecting her disc to flip over and hold that line for so long she throws she does it really lippy well. stuff yeah. yeah that was probably what uh f7 that's what i was gonna yeah. say yeah. yeah that was in unison right there jerry hmm? that was in unison right there we said it at the exact same time it was yeah. pretty it was, it was pretty nice <laughs> you guys really bonded yeah. while yeah. we were gone it's yeah. good to see now coming down you watch that, you watch that finish, and then you walk back and watch the men play? Or yeah, we how, actually How many had, times did you walk the courses the whole whew, weekend? Almost as much as that OTBO. Uh, it was uh, for each day, I probably walked both courses twice. Sounds about right. Okay. The first day was super mixed. I was back and forth at the courses but mostly bounced around at Mulligans, watching different MPO cards. Spent a lot of that day with uh, Perkins, Conrad, Thomas Gilbert, and Yeti following that card. Dude, it just seemed like good vibes. I was looking at all the cards, and I knew plenty of them would have a ton of spectators, like those last four feature cards or whatever for for MPO and FPO. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, just kind of singled that card out and followed them, which, you know, James ended up winning, so that's pretty cool. I saw him start off his tournament, got some good video of that on my phone. Uh, And then, yeah, it was, I think, the Wednesday, second day of competition, and my, my plan for pretty much every day after that was follow like FPO two. Usually it was a little more intimate on the chase cards okay. than on the lead cards. Those galleries get big quick. Yeah. Uh, so I followed around FPO two for most of it, which was second round was at Mulligan's and I saw cat throw down her awesome round. Right. Was kicking it with, I talked to her mom a lot before I knew it was her mom too. She said, oh, I'm just, you know, the mom. And I I didn't ask, uh, you know, who's mom. And then it was probably six, seven holes later, she breaks out a prodigy umbrella. I'm like, okay, I'm Uh guessing Kat's mom and talked to her for a little while. Super nice. That's cool. Um, And then, yeah, I would bounce over to the MPO side and follow like MPO two or three. 
or even like five, I think starting the second day, I walked with uh, Macbeth, Connor O'Reilly, and two other players. I'm forgetting right now, but like stacked yeah. stacked cards. You know, it's Worlds. Top 20 players is pretty much all names that, that people knew. You definitely and, didn't see any weird cards out there that were like boring. You had some guys, some dogs on almost every card there. Yeah, followed Eagle for a while, was talking to his dad for a little bit. Also super cool. Um, but yeah, like on the fourth, fifth, even a lot on the, on the chase and second card, not a huge gallery, especially at the fort because they weren't allowing people to follow except for lead card at the fort. Cause it's so tightly packed yeah. that they didn't want big galleries in front of players. So Makes they just sense. had it all behind yeah. MPO one. And so I'd be on MPO two or three watching incredible players and like six or seven people there. That's cool. That's hella cool. Yeah, that was rad. And so, yeah, just a lot of bouncing back and forth. I think the only time I followed FPL1 and MPL1 the whole time was the final day. Nice. I did see some chatter started by Andrew Fish about how uh, properties need to get bigger now. Yeah. Not yeah. to make the courses bigger, just to spread the holes out from each other a little 100%. bit. Yeah. That's one of the issues we're looking at for OTB Open. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is the you know nobody really had too many complaints about about the layout or the holes, but we know that you know, and this is really Sean Jack and their crew. They know that they need to scale it up so that they can fit you know ten thousand spectators. Yeah. That'd be awesome, sick, dude. Can you imagine the crowds? Like, I mean, the crowds on eighteen for both of the finishing rounds, erupting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a great scene like the bleachers there the, the way that whole setup that was I a have great so hole. many ideas about hole 17 yeah. turning into 18 at OTB, open OTB now. Open, yeah. yeah putting bleachers along the whole left side yep. making it ob left so it's like a crazy finishing hole yeah, that'd be sweet yeah and for those who don't remember that's the like peninsula water shot four, yeah. yeah and it's it was nuts i think that finished as like the second hardest, hardest. hole most days after yeah. 14 yep um yeah uh the crowds though we need to design courses for crowds. 100%. Like 100%. Yeah. It's the future of the game. Live, live disc golf is where it's at, and this weekend proved it. Big time. Um, that it, finish is going to do a lot towards pushing yeah. to Dude, crowds. Oh my that He's, reaction helped make a lot of the videos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And 100%. I wish there was a better way to show const, context of the moment just for non-disc non golfer wise, I guess. Everyone but understands. Th- nah, they're getting there. Dude, but. there's like two people that I saw that didn't understand. Most everyone's like, dude, John Boy Media, Barstool, they're yeah. all like on it. Yeah, like this yeah. is the, Barstool called it the greatest shot in the history of sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they're starting to, everybody's starting to understand it more and more. Yeah. I think people have enough of a golf background and enough of like, this is a major tournament mm-hmm. because you of hear golf. World Championships. They understand yeah. that, and sure, that too. And it, and you can tell how big of a moment it is by the crowd. It wouldn't have even like, been that big of a moment. Of course, we're alluding to Conrad now that we haven't really, you know, talked about directly. But uh, it wouldn't have even been that big of a moment if it was OTB Open. You know what I mean? No. Or even USDGC. And we'll we'll talk about this later. I want to bring something up, but yeah, the it being the World Championship. Mm-hmm. Makes it what it is. Yeah. Whole 18, all of that. As good as the weekend was, it was not without controversy. Not even close. No. Dude, there yeah. was so much. Like, I feel like some people got saved by Conrad's shot from scru- from even more scrutiny. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. There was the whole battle between Brody and the PDGA yeah. over the... 
over the driving the range. driving range. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, and that was day one, so it started yeah. off world. Started off that, yeah. and then yeah, PDJ was a director. Is that who it was? I think it was the, the president of, of the board of directors. directors. Yeah, he uh, said some. I don't even unkind things. Maybe some. Uh, yeah, I mean, he, wasn't he, he back, was that's for sure. Yeah, strong in his stance. Yeah. Strong in his stance on us. I think that's the Frolfer Magazine podcast. Something yeah, like I'm that. I'm not or, positive on that, or but Frolf Center. Or yeah, I think it's like Frolfer that. Magazine. I think you're spot on with that. Um. Yeah, and then that happened, and then the whole OB. Yep. Not being painted. I mean, that happened before, and then yep. they painted it third day. Yep. So people that were out of bounds one day weren't out of bounds the next day. Yeah. And a lot of that happened. Yeah. I mean, the sentiment there was you did the right thing, but you did it at the wrong time. And that nothing yeah. should change during the during, the, during tournament. the tournament. Yep. And that they maybe should have been a little bit closer to the sand so that it's actually defining what was the line. Yeah. I think that would have been okay. It probably mm-hmm. had a good couple inches to give. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. I think it was probably three or four inches outside the sand trap. And so it actually did change the course. Yeah. It did change the course a little bit. I don't think anyone's shots really changed. It, yeah. You're not, that's where I'm like, it's not changing. But it's not really fair for choice. someone to throw it in the bunker and BOB and then the next day not be, then you do the same thing or yeah. vice versa. I mean, yeah, I don't think it changed anybody's game plan at all. It just no. changed what shots were punished. The it, it, it yeah. you know, yeah. enlarged the range of punishable shots. Yeah. And then one thing, I don't think anyone's talking nearly enough. They can never play another major tournament with latitude, those latitude baskets. Yeah. They were awful. A ton like, of spit outs. Like dead center spit outs yeah. too. Like not just two or three. It was like five to six a day on yeah. coverage that we watched. We would have been talking about it nonstop if Conrad's popped out. I yeah. brought that right. up after like 20, 30 minutes after while we're still all processing it. I go, dude, what if that had actually popped out of this? Like that would have been the storyline. Like, that as, one didn't hit much change. No, it though. didn't. But like it picture low. it hitting yeah. dead center yeah. and then popping, popping out. Because like there was so I think I tweeted about it after one in concert uh, Kev. On 16 at the end, he missed a putt that yep. just dead center and back out. Yep. And I just tweeted about it, and it didn't matter, but I'm just like, that's like the cap on the end of like watching so many spit outs. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and devil's advocate to that is he putts hard. It yeah. came in it, hot. But it wasn't just that putt. Like, it was a culmination of like, I don't know. There's, what's his face? Hamas. Mm-hmm. The one where he missed oh, the putt, okay. and then he slammed and he the thing, mad. and it bounced out. Yeah. yeah. But like, that first putt was perfect. Mm-hmm. Good pace. Like, Ezra back to back holes pretty much. Yeah, no Ezra's putt, getting screwed. Yeah, I mean the ace chain outs. It it's was hard. coming in a, super hot to me. To me, yeah. that that disc was going ob if it didn't hit the basket, so it didn't really matter. It just went a different direction. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think he got a little, almost got lucky. Is almost got lucky. He didn't, but yeah. sure. But he had three spit outs on camera. Yeah, probably on yeah, putts. I mean, the whole prior. I didn't yeah. have a perfect angle, but it looked and he reacted like it spit out. Emerson Keith had a couple. Emerson two. had like three or and four that, that day when he was like didn't play that great. Yeah. Well, and I think something we all agree on because we've talked about it before is there's already a little bit too much luck involved in disc golf. Mm-hmm. Let's do what we can to remove that luck yeah. so that the best players that week get crowned champions. My issue with those baskets is the chains are very light and they're not the same material. There's and they are changing. And I, I forget who I was talking to, but one of the one of the top players was talking about. Uh, 
saying Emporia is where they're hosting yeah. next year and talking to somebody who's in, involved there with, with those baskets goes, you guys need to change those baskets and you need to figure it out like in the next year. Yeah. I Are haven't put it on them year? enough. What's yeah, that? Emporia's hosting Worlds next year. Yeah. So dynamic. I thought Emporia just hosted Worlds. Uh, 2016. Yeah. That's terrible. Uh, so people are me, complaining like, why are we getting... That's so bad. If you build it, they will come. There needs to be enough yeah. courses. There needs to be enough it's, infrastructure that's willing and ready to handle it. And Sure there is, man. Well, look at like OTB Open where Sean Jack, they had to move it from Glen Eagles. And he says, where else in Northern California can host it? I understand. Yeah. I don't know, man. That California is a hotbed for disc golf. But it's, where would you host? We worlds? don't have the world's caliber courses. It's, that's the, the issue. To me, that's kind of my point, though. Is it's so limited the amount of places I can do it? So, NFL is an interesting comp. It's it's yeah. far from perfect, but like there's only seven, ten cities that end up hosting yeah. it. I just think that's there are. I don't also don't like the golf it in Emporia. Sure, like it's not yeah. fun to watch. And well, they've told them to make the course harder, and I think they're in the process of doing that. Yeah, with that Jones, they said, and they everyone yeah. tore it apart. They said yeah, it's the easiest course in the world. Changing it again from that because people were pl- complaining, like you'll see fifteen to eighteen downs. Out yeah, there. it oh, was man. something Paul touched on. I think it was on the Nick and Matt show on the fun Foundation uh, Podcast Network. And Paul was on, I think yesterday, good interview, uh, and said a couple things. He said, one, I don't know that anybody's clamoring to go back to Utah, you know, which I, I think their staff certainly got got under, you know, fire for a lot of different things. I also think they did a really good job in a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. So we don't want to just, you know, crap on them. But uh, Paul's also like, I think they're awarding bids to these places without checking out the courses. Because, like, the fort, I think, was pretty new, right? Mm-hmm. And it was one where it's like, they're still building this. And so yeah. the PDJ is awarding the bid based on the assumption that a course will be great. Yeah. And Paul's saying, like, how are we not, like, making sure yeah. that the courses are great before we head into the crown mm-hmm. jewel of our sport? Yeah. yeah, they should hire, like, a ex-pro slash course designer. Yeah, that can go out and be like, like oh, an yeah. Avery or a Dana yeah. or a McCabe. Yeah. A McCabe Shoestrick. would be perfect. Yeah, all these people would be great just to go out there and be like, hey, yeah, this is a course that we can play Worlds at. Yeah, this is a a a venue, not even just course, like the whole venue itself. Because mm-hmm. like my personal thing at the fort, like the golf was fun enough. There's a fun. There was a little too many holes where you're just like throwing and watching the disc go into a thing of trees and then you don't see the disc. There sure. was some throwing prey. It was way actually. too much of that for yeah. my and ex- and visually on the camera it looked terrible. Yeah. Also, like, how do you have a course where on the final day you're not allowing spectators on certain cards? No, I mean, they, and like certain holes you can't go watch now, on TV Open. You couldn't though either. You could if you had if you bought the pass. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. they were allowing the VIPs to follow. Yeah. Um. I was shocked, honestly, at first when they said it was at the fort and not at Mulligan's just for spectatorship. Yeah. But certainly, like, for the golf itself, it is better at the for fort. Sure. It and is. So I get that. But I was I was in as much shock as, as you when I saw the schedule. And I really like, like, nine, probably nine of the holes at the fort. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, another four of them, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. And four of them, like, these are five of them. Like, these aren't very good. Yeah. yeah, sure. I thought they were a great mixture of courses. I don't like four yes. worlds and yeah. four scoring. You had four different players I playing think, great at both different courses, 
to make our lead card. You know what I mean? I think that's huge. That's a really cool concept in a vacuum of to have one wooded course and one open course is a great test of skills for the world. We were talking to Sammy says he wants that every time. And I'm like, well, we have to look at it as there's far more than just two types of courses. Sure. For sure. Like far more than just two types of courses. But it's nice to have two different styles at least. And like GMC or, you know, Smuggler's Notch where they had it in 2018 with Barsby and Paige Shoe winning. Yeah. Um, You know, that's great. Fox Mm -hmm. Run and, and... Whatever they're called. You know yeah. what I mean? Yep. You yep. get it. I get it. But um Again, though, back to the earlier point, limits the places you can host it. Yeah. No, it does. And my thing, why do you really need two courses? Maybe you, you do one maybe amazing. You if you have one amazing course. Uh, now now you, then you bring in like this year has the most women ever at seventy players. Exactly. You have to and limit well, the competition. Well, I have another thing with that too. I think eventually they're gonna get separated. Quite possibly, sure. but that's not so, where we are yeah, yet. Yeah, that's not where we are yet. And you so would you limit the players. Yeah. yeah. So they have two. 279 players. Yeah, so you need two courses right two, now. The men? Total, I think. Oh, okay, okay. So it was 270, if I remember right. Yeah. yeah. It was the most women ever. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. By like 30. Dude, and Almost the double. depth of that field was insane. Like, we're covering FPO3 stacked yeah. cards yes, every round. For yeah. sure. Like mm-hmm. stoked with who's on our card every mm-hmm. single round. And that's without like Evelina and Hannah yep. and... Yep. No, we're Lika getting like Jessica Weiss. We're getting yeah. Holly Finley. We're getting our girl Ella and Missy. Like Dude, Ella was throwing down. Vegas first yeah. round. Did you hear Ella talk about that one hole? I don't know what hole it is. It's like a 440-foot hole or something like that. At the fort? No. Mulligans. Um, Mulligans. And she goes, I think me, Paige, and maybe Janelle are the only ones that can reach this. Yeah. Nice. And she birdied it one yep. of the days. Nice. So Super talented. So talented. She's going to... Um, she, I mean, she's already sure. incredible. She's Next sure. year, I cannot wait. After an off season of work of and coaching, yeah. and working, and she'll with be in this Zoe. area too. Yeah, she's moving down to Santa Clara. It's true. Nice. So she'll be a uh, local California. We can get her in. Hundred percent. Speaking on the European Sick. players, Kristen Tatar showing up and yeah, really showing well. up too. She and did really, well. really well. She had a, yeah. a rough round finishing out, but it was cool to see her playing again. She mm. was so close to so many shots like watching her play in person so many putts off by like four or five inches like a dozen strokes Mm -hmm. easily in just the like 20 holes 25 holes that i was watching where it's like oh man if she's just making half of those you know not asking for all of them it's a different story Mm -hmm. 100 percent. now on the last day you're watching you're watching the men and the just the lead card yeah, so I got there. I think actually I followed like MPO3 for a few holes. They're spaced out so well to make sure that there's no backups yeah. that I had enough time to, I think, watch like to follow random people between like Connor and Ezra. Um, so okay. I think I went with MPO3, which had, I'm trying to remember. Anyway, I mean, like following, following some cool people through. Like the first three holes, first three holes looping back, and then yeah, I was I was there for the tee off of hole one okay. for MPO one. And how is that vibe during the first nine? Pretty much following them because even James he kind of fell back three four strokes I think, and yeah. in that first nine he wasn't quite connecting. Yeah, no, he missed. Uh, he missed put on the first hole. He got it on the second. He bogeyed the third, bogeyed the fourth, and you're thinking, okay, he's dropping yeah. back. Macbeth was picking up strokes. Yeah. Uh, you know, Kev, I think, started off with a bird and then part a few. He was just off a little bit with his putter. Calvin was still in it. 
Yeah, Calvin, I think, only missed a putt on the second hole out of the first three. Uh, you know, it seemed like it was close, but it just kept seeming like Macbeth was not making many mistakes, and everyone else was making one or two. James had maybe made three, and so Macbeth had started with the lead and wasn't relinquishing it and didn't seem to give anything back, certainly going into hole nine it seemed like he had a pretty good hold on it and you're just ready to sort of watch him separate and keep his lead. I know he made like three or four putts that you just thought were going to, like some people thought they were going to get a stroke and then he makes them from 50, like three in a row and just fist pumping and you just felt like he was going to take it the whole time. Yeah, we've all seen that before from him and we've all felt that on a different level of like Mm -hmm. thinking you're getting a stroke from a friend. Boom, another 50-footer goes down. It's demoralizing. Yeah. The biggest putt I thought he made was on that like short little like odd forehand with the log going across the middle and he made like a, I don't know, 35-footer at the water. I think it's hole 13 with the elevated basket and he throws a soft thumber. That's what he He throws a thumber, yeah. With an undertaker. A TI Undertaker. Yeah, that reminds me of what we do on hole three purple in the short. Sure, sure. And, yeah, I mean, it's one where Kev laid up, and he had a shorter putt, and I thought it was the right call. Yeah, I did too. Like, the, the tournament's going to be decided between 16, 17, 18. Yep. A little bit 14 as well. Be in the, well. be in the race. Yeah, absolutely. I, like, I think hole 17 is such a bad hole. 17 fun. It looks fun. It looks so bad on TV. Like, you can't see where the disc is going. Sure. Like, you just yeah. throw it, and, like, the disc just disappears. Sure. So maybe it's a bad viewing hole, and, you know. The, all I care about is getting people to watch the sport. Yeah. Like, you can't have the second-to-last hole of a major tournament be a hole where you're like, well. I think 16 and 18 are so good, though, that I think it's okay. I'd, why, why not just make it great? Because it's a good Sometimes hole. Sometimes you're, you're only just, given so much, yeah. too. I would, you know what I would do is put the basket right on the edge right there and make it a short little par three where you can see the basket then. Sure, make almost it a, like a maple 14. Yeah. yeah. Like, don't make it so you just chuck the disc into a forest and then all of a sudden the disc is gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, the, the cameraman can't even see where the disc goes. That's true. Like, the catch cam's like, oh, oh, there it is. Yeah, it like, does look like a cool hole, it, though. I'm sure I might play fun. It does yeah. seem like 16 and 18 aren't too far apart from each other either, to where no, like you can all. walk from. Yeah, I mean, you'd have to go across the pond. So, yeah. you know, to Aaron's point, you could have a hole that's crossing it for flow yeah. as long as it's, you know, fun and interesting and good viewing. This, this is my thing. You got to make it look nice for the camera, man, especially late. Sure. Late I mean, I in think a, that's an easy enough tweak. Yeah. And I just think that uh, we need more people to thinking about that all the time. Sure. How does this look on camera? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's where the sport's headed. Yeah, and it's where the sport's going to grow. Big time. It's where we're going to get the most growth at, is getting more eyes on it and making it look good. I'm yeah. curious to see what the numbers will be for live next event. Obviously, it's not Worlds. We're not no, going to get I Worlds think it'll again be up for another from year. Isn't it a Silver Series? Potentially. I think we're... Uh, oh, yeah, it's Clash of the Des Canyons. Moines is it Clash? Yeah. Um, I have a question. Is there any chance that USDGC gets bigger live based on this moment growing the sport? Oh, no, bigger sure. than Worlds or yes. bigger than USDGC? Bigger than last? Worlds. Yeah. Uh, Just based on this sure. moment being an explosion point. I don't sure. know if, if it is. It seems. It sure seems like it. It has a very good chance to be, I think. It's the yeah. most viral disc golf shot ever. Yeah, certainly since, you know, Philobatross. It blew and it I out think of the it, water. Yeah, and I was like, going to say, I think it passed it, but it's, you know, it's certainly the biggest moment since then. Yeah. 
um, yeah, I think there's a good chance that that USDGC it'll depend a lot on on uh, what they charge, you know, and and how that gets worked out. I would assume it's going to be DGN covering it, but I don't know. That's an interesting one. I, I forget if they've announced that or I not. I hope so. Yeah, I sure hope so. It seems like an easy decision mm-hmm. right now, but you never know uh, who's making the decisions and how they make it. Yeah, that is Innova. True, true. It's Innova. It's their uh, it's their flagship event for mm-hmm. sure. And so this is a good segue into that. Is I think that it's Worlds so far above any other tournament, yep. and then it's USDGC, and it's so far above Every, any other yeah, tournament. And then it's, you know... OTB Open. Probably, yeah, right? <laughs> it's probably like European Open, the other major, yeah. European yep. Masters, whatever it is, any given year. And then all the Pro Tour and NTs and everything below that. Potentially yeah. Tour Championship, maybe a step above, depending on format. But the purse yeah. is, you know, extremely enticing. Um, Led, or Ledgestone, too. I feel like Ledgestone's up there. Yeah. yeah, they probably have a little bit of separation between the rest. Of, I think it's an NT now, or is it Pro Tour? It's Pro Tour. It's Pro Tour, yeah. Maple, Maple Hill. Maple, yeah. Maple I mean, Hill's I think there's there. signature events that probably prop themselves yeah. up a little bit, but it's to me the disparity between Worlds and everything else is huge, and then the disparity between USDGC and everything below that is also huge. Just an interesting thing I was thinking about as I was walking around this right. last week. I don't even yeah. think disc golf, the Pro Tour championships, is even close. It got great viewing. It got last great view, sure. but well, on ESPN, ESPN you know that, that yeah. was huge. No, uh, but even like their other, they're like the live was good. I think the twenty thousand dollar purse lures people in. People sure, in. the driving force of that whole thought process is how the industry treats it. You look at like discs and five time world champion, six time world yeah. champion, you know, two time world champion. That's what's printed on all these discs. I think the only USDGC one printed on discs is like the Sexton Firebird, yeah. or maybe the the Coling Thunderbird. Brinster. Yeah, so it's like it's interesting that these players, you know, even look at Macbeth. He's won, I think, two USDGCs. Mm-hmm, yeah. I don't even I you like. I'm so. I'm guessing yeah. on that. I'm two. pretty sure. He has two, and it's... it was he took it very personally that he didn't win one. Sure, I remember that. And that so it took him a while to win his first one. It did. So. It did, but I, there's just yeah. not as much chatter about it. There's so not. like the pressure again to kind of build up the Conrad moment, the Katrina moment is how much more this tournament matters than yep. any other tournament. I think and it's I love similar USDGC. to golf. Sure. Like, well, which one is golf? Like the Masters? Masters and U.S. Open US are Open. so much higher up than the other two majors. Yeah. I mean, uh, the European... The Open Championship. The Open Championship. Right? For That's not really true. So that's up there, too. See? Yeah. And, then and especially when that's three. at St. Andrews. They have sure. four majors though. They the do PGA right? Championship. They don't, mm-hmm. and they don't have like a world championship, though. It's just like the four majors, like those. They all are equally correct. So the PGA equal. Championship correct. is technically the world championship. Okay. Yeah, but it's the least important and the, one. And of that's the four. like the disc yeah. golf pro tour championship. I'm think as well as far as it's probably uh, okay it's your way, but and, it's not uh, a major. Well, so having, the, having strokes. The ish, or I mean, no, playing your way into it. I think no, that's the no. no it's maybe not this players championship. That's okay. what it is. Okay. Not the PGA Championship. That one has the giant purse. So that I think yeah. is yeah. a perfect comp. The only difference is the format for the Pro Tour Championship is a little different for yeah. people getting eliminated and yeah. not carrying over the score. But otherwise, I, I think, think I US, could be wrong too. I think USDGC is our, our good comp for our Masters, even though I do agree that Masters is probably a little bit above 
U.S. Open and the Open mm-hmm. Championship, at least for us, too. We're American. Like, yeah. The, yeah. the Europeans might view it very differently. They say yeah. the Open Championship is the pinnacle. I think uh, the Open Championship is super great when it's at St. Andrews. St. Andrews. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, awesome. I mean, there's, like, four courses it rotates between, but. Yeah. And so, I don't know. This just made me think of it. Like, St. Andrews is definitely link-style golf. Is there, like, what? how many types of golf are there to you in disc golf? I mean, I don't know. I mean, punch out, punch out a few. There's nothing really that comes to mind yeah. for me I on mean, different types like besides like technical versus open. open. There's some with manufactured OB, or just you could even yeah. say a lot of OB. Yeah, yeah. But that could like go for wooded like water. Or, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I t- actually talked to you about this a little bit, and I heard, man, who was it talk about it? It was somebody talking about like how. How does it feel like James is the world champion? He doesn't have a forehand. Yeah. Um, and there's not very many holes there that like force you to throw a forehand. Yeah, I think I saw him throw one upshot or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like the, like nothing really forces you there. Like sure, there's holes that you can throw a forehand, but it also just is fine to throw. A How many hand. holes are there in disc golf that you're forced to throw a forehand and James actually does? No, uh, true. True, but he also s- doesn't succeed as much on mm-hmm. those holes as he would. Yep. Yeah. Like I, there wasn't a lot of like huge left to right bending shots. Right. No, I mean there. Other than eighteen. Um. Sure. And then I think of the hole before the one par five, which is the hole eight at the fort, where you've kind of thrown over the fence late, yeah, and you're just okay, aiming for this top left high gap. Yeah. He. We didn't have that. Maneuvers it quite well. Yeah. yeah. And, and I'm he's not a freak, you know, <laughs> like in a no, most like, complimentary way possible. He's I, a freak. He doesn't I, need it. No, agreed. But I've also been like really interested in like, uh, what's his face? Um, trilogy lefty, not Clemens, but, uh, felt, uh, yeah, Zach Melton on Twitter. He's talking about how there really needs to be like more lefty course designers. Sure. And how I, like, there's a ton of right to left dog legs and right to left hyzers. Mm-hmm. And there's not a lot of left to right shots. Yeah. And if they are, they're like backhand bendy shots. Yeah. Yeah. I've definitely had James in the conversation for best backhand player for me anyway, just because maybe best he has putter to rely thrower on it. Putter thrower. Putter thrower. thrower. Best putter, putter thrower. thrower. I, there's not even another one. We try to talk about name another one. That's yeah. how you put in the conversation. Ricky, but that's just forehand, like, this is forehand putter. Yeah. yeah. He throws a backhand too. Really he does. Well. He's Agreed. the best like overstable putter yeah. thrower ever maybe with that yeah. pig yeah. or a harp. Mm-hmm. But James throws it all. He throws flippy putters. He throws beefy putters. Mm-hmm. He throws the envy, which is like straight to overstable. But he went from like really flippy putters. Yeah. He went from that beat up JK mm-hmm. to now like a beat up envy, I think. Yeah. Cosmic yeah. or just he, electron. And then he electron. aced with a yeah. entropy. Yeah, premium plastic. Look like plasma. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. That was fun. Yeah, let's talk then, about the shot. I think yeah, we no, beat right. around so it. We're getting, we're getting back in now, back nine. You you kind of see it unfolding. I think McBeth's maybe up three at that we're point. Are trying to do a play-by-play or what? No, just like <laughs> kind of getting the vibe of the card. Like, sure. Cause yeah. Um, I, I mean, think hole 15 was probably the best hole of the tournament up until the shot as far as like Kevin – uh, James and then Paul making the birdie, but Kevin Paul and smashing. Kevin and James making fifty footers. Yeah, and yeah, that was fist pumping and that, that kept fist bump kept it going. I watched that like forty seven times already today. Yeah, that putt was so, huge. I was editing. I was editing some uh, some shit for that today, mm-hmm. and that putt like it definitely hits a 
leaf. And yeah, it, it does. And it's sort of like you can't really tell from any of the videos. I've watched a bunch of them now. You can't really see the disc change trajectory. Interesting. I thought you I, could, but you've seen first, it way on, more on than On the me first now. one from behind, it kind of looks like it. Yes. Yeah. And every other one, it doesn't. When you when you showed me your video, that where I was like, maybe it actually was kind of dropping. Dude, but I think it yeah. was like, and his putt does drop a lot. It does, um, man. and so like, but doesn't even fucking matter. Like no, his it reaction, was, it was yeah. awesome, dude. This, to me, it was the best reaction. We were all screaming here in the shop. Yeah, I went, I went ape shit. Um, everyone was like, yeah. just going ham. Yeah, and, and then, then James steps up. And then smashes Bang. one himself. And He's yeah. fist pumps. Wow. And we're like, wow, we're going nuts. And it's funny because we were talking about fist pumps. Fist pumps oh, yeah. in general. How Nate Sexton is very Nate is not very like, he's just like, yeah. It's a weak It's a weak, weak fist It's pump. a weak fist like out in front of him. And then you got the fucking crazy yeah. like downwards Kevin fucking Jones. Thor motion from fucking K. Jones. Full like, yacht. Yeah. yeah, full yacht. Yeah. And you got Paul. Yeah. He gives the like. Paul's got like a Tiger Woods champ, one almost. Yeah, the yep. champ fist pump. Paul's also changes depending on the moment. Sure. So, yeah. So, so like, yeah. whole 15, I thought, was one of the bigger, Huge. biggest moments, probably. Yeah. And then 16, I don't know, oh, 16. I felt so bad for Kev. 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 That really looked did. like it was, it was just out. a touch strong on the drive. Yeah, that, that could have sat. Honestly, from my perspective, which I'm standing by the green, kind of pin high right if you're watching T-Cam, uh... It didn't look like there was a huge difference between Macbeth's shot and Kev's shot. Mm-hmm. One just kind of happened to sit. I'm sure there was a difference in pace. Spin or pace a little yep. bit. That's and I think even like uh, Macbeth is throwing Raptor there. I'm pretty sure Kev is throwing A2. So yep. it's a slower yeah. disc too. Yeah. Might have to throw it a little harder to get there though. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And so you, you think that it might check up and then it just trickles in and so he's down by two at that point to Macbeth and one to Conrad yeah and he needs to make that jump putt in in order to to stay in it and apply some pressure and maybe things do change a little bit but I mean Macbeth and Conrad were locked in that hole yeah we talked about 17 not being the great hole but then they move on from that and like and and it like the golf's probably just yeah great hole just viewing wise it's like whatever to me you back it up even to like hole 12, right before 13 with the elevated basket. It's along the fence line. I think after uh, Macbeth's overhand where he's throwing the the Raptor trying to thumber up and over and he kind of clips some stuff and he drops short. And so for his third shot, he has to bank it. He skips oh, off yeah. the fence yep. between Kev and James and their drives and their second shots and their putts. And then Macbeth, after the thumber, Conrad and Macbeth didn't make a single mistake until Macbeth threw OB in the playoff. Mm -hmm. Neither of those two flinched the entire time. From the whole time, you know, from 12, where Conrad gets a sick bird, Mm -hmm. and then he chooses to, or I think he's far enough away that he uh, needs to lay up on the elevated 13. Nobody made a single mistake. They both birdied out on the ones mm-hmm. that they chose to run. It was insane. Like that's, that's, I think the, the takeaway from the Macbeth perspective is from hole 13 forward, even from that bank shot mm-hmm. on f- 12 
forward, he made zero mistakes. Yeah, he played, I, and including 18, there's been a little chatter. I think we're probably all in agreement oh, that he didn't do right anything wrong. wrong. For sure. You, you cannot run that. Yeah. yeah. If I, he runs that and throws an OB, he lost. What, yeah, and in the like, like silliest way possible. Yeah. I would have liked to have chance. to see him have to make that shot because sure. I think he would have. That would have been insane but, if, yeah. if you know, give, give, give one stroke difference and oh, they did yeah. the same thing, which Conrad would have then laid up. Yes. You know yes. what I mean? So it changes yeah. everything. So not, yeah. Nothing would have happened. Like, put it in the only a vacuum. Though, I guess just swap it, put it in a vacuum where Macbeth has to make that putt or that upshot yeah. for whatever reason. It would have been really cool been to sweet. see if he, you know, would have made it. it. The odds of making that, though, mm-hmm. like... At best, one in 50? Yeah. Like, at yeah. best. At best. Yeah. Like, I don't I know. Mean, it, <laughs> I think that there's two people. As people were saying earlier, like, James is, like, the only one who could have, you know, made that shot, more or less. It's Simon, a little bit yeah. of hyperbole. Simon, yeah. I'm just thinking about it now. Oh, like I was the other thinking... One. Trick shot. Simon made that a better shot than that in... Yeah, it was, like, uphill. Uphill with a yellow P2. Yep. I don't remember what hole. Around a tree. I can't remember what course yep. it was. At I this event? That. No. Okay. It was, it was three years won, ago, maybe. I think yeah. He won and I want to say it was in Europe, but I could be wrong on that. But he definitely threw a, like an uphill putter shot. It that was. Just, it almost was the same shot, but like better. Yep. yep. Just without the moment. Yeah. It's like the and difficulty. It was whole 14. I, th- I think we agree at the difficulty. It's not the hardest shot we've no, ever the seen. Best, nope. The best but shot ever on film is still Kay Jones and then Philo. Yeah. yeah. The fall down. Yeah. Well, not, like if we had video of Barsby acing Barsby, hole yep. four. Yeah. I, I said that last night on our Twitch. There's four greatest shots ever. Yeah. Like that you're even in consideration and only three of them are on film. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And Barsby's roller race was. And Kev's one. fall down ace was dope, but it like it didn't mean that much. It, it was cool anything, ace pot, yeah. yeah. But it's an exhibition event, yeah. yeah. But the shot itself was the hardest Sick. of the bunch, yeah. 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 Uh, man, and again, I, another viral moment, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I think everyone, every crazy moment we get like this now is going to go viral. We've yeah. built the infrastructure as a sport. As long as it's filmed now, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like that Barsby roller ace is yeah. just a tragedy. Which is yeah. more that nobody a, had it on a flip which phone. Is at more least. of a reason why we need like USDGC better have like camera towers all over that course in like yeah. two years. Good call. You, OTB open. Yeah. Yep. That's what I was just better thinking. have some camera towers. Put your money where your mouth is. Like let's yeah. Let's like do what there we needs can to, to make be one happen. on like on the the pump house, the two pump houses that we know of. Yep. On both of them, put a camera up there all day long. Yeah. Two cameras on on each of them all day long. Ten cameras. Ten cameras. <laughs> all the cameras. Yeah. I, like, let's just, like, I shouldn't, is it money? Yeah. So you got to have. It's an investment though, man. It's an investment. And investment I think it's so sport. worth it. Imagine getting a, a moment that's half of this every week. Mm-hmm. How quiet was it right before your shot? So quiet. Watch the video, dude. It, like, yeah. But being, he was there, like, yeah. just being there, I'm sure yeah. it was just like. It's so, also one of those things where I'm like so in the moment and focused, and I think the players are certainly at a much higher level than myself. Yeah. Um, that, I'm about like, higher. You might have been the highest yeah. one there. I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> I, uh, it was Utah, by the way. Yeah, it was Utah. That's all right. Um, like the page shot where there was a scream or like a baby or something yeah. right before, I didn't hear it. I'm guessing she probably didn't hear it because she's so focused. Yeah. Who knows? It's I mean, maybe that's part of why... I, it's literally like it's it's a touch early for it, it to really matter. I've heard it now in the post. Yeah, like it's um the baby definitely screams as she's reaching back, not like when she's all yeah. the way back. Sure. Um but still like that could that could mess They're with you hurt. enough. And like the shot 
We've seen Paige make that throw a fucking million times. Dude, that... Ah, all that, weekend, really. She threw some great shots, yeah. like, earlier in the round. Yeah. That were just like that. That putt on 16, too. We didn't even realize. That putt on, oh, that putt 16. on 16. Oh, I got so amped up. I was. If I, she had won, it's certainly not a Conrad moment, because we could go over all the million but reasons why, moment. but it's huge. Yeah. yeah, that was big. It's huge. I wish it ended up meaning more in the end, but... Sure. I think it meant plenty. It, uh, yeah. You know, it built up to that moment because yeah. if she misses that, it's a very different story. For sure. And Lisa on that whole four putting. Wow. Like, as soon as she teed off and Kat and Paige missed the island, they, Lisa looked like she was maybe in the driver's seat. Yeah. 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 I almost felt like this is this feels a lot like 2016 when Val won. Sure. Yeah. It, nobody wanted to take it. They wanted to just... I don't think it was that. I think well, it was just, everybody wanted I wanted to they'd take it. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to say they didn't have the ability to take it because they do, but it's just like I was like, "Come on!" But it's not like it's not better. like we've never seen this happen. And yeah, in, like it happens all the time in big yeah. moments. Paige like, was given strokes back, like both both they Paige both and were. Kat. Neither one shot well. Cat shot, shot three over. Yeah, I think they shot both nine forty seven rated. Yeah, because Cat was up by one going in. Yeah, and she won by one. They both shot the same. I think it was nine forty seven rated unofficially. Yeah. Like that's that's below their ratings. It's below yeah. what they were averaging. Page that that green, I'm pretty sure 991 fierce costs a handful of strokes. She missed the triple mando with it in the last round, not the purple one. previous round where there was some triple mando controversy yeah. as well. Where she she missed, but I, I don't really see how you can you can't really use video on that because you can't you use can't. it for the it's rest against of the rules. Yeah, which it's against the rules needs to be and changed. But um, why why for have, that card? It, I, I understand that you can't have it. For some cards and not all, and that's why it's not changed. There's, there's just like a, such an easy way to make that happen, and it's just to put a big, thick barrier yeah, on top. Sure. Yeah, that, and or we put a camera there that captures it, and it's there for every group. Yeah, and You say, oh, we're not sure if that went over. Okay. Can you check the tape? Yeah. It, I mean, I don't it was know. just a string that could flowing in the wind there, too. is kind of weird. That could yeah. happen easily because I watched a damn, what's it called, air hockey event or they recorded it and they check instant replay yeah so but you're recording the whole match too from each but person. if you just record the, the whole the whole time yeah every that's true. single time you can do it that's true just uh i feel like disc golf still overlooks things pre like getting ready for stuff yeah like, well, I mean, for sure, just with all the PDGA like, problems you we're seeing that you know yeah and I, and I think it's it's more of like a like Oh, it's just disc golf type of a thing. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, it's just disc golf. You don't really need that. And that's where we see that in the like sports center stuff. It's like they're yeah. still like, oh, frisbee golf or I don't even care about the frisbee not, golf. Not thing. Frisbee that's just people not it, understanding like, how to yeah, dis- like, to, to talk. But it's how many yeah. people do you think are drunk in the stands? Like Scott I mean, Van Pelt said that and stuff. It's like how many people are I'm drunk sure. at the Masters? You know? It's like, yeah. No. No. Agreed. But I think if if disc golf takes itself more seriously, which I don't agree with Brody all the time. But like For sure. he is right in a lot in some regards with yeah. being able to make it look professional, like more professional. I mean, just the thing that he did was something that should have been. Well, apparently they rented out half of the yeah. thing, and then there was a miscommunication. I don't know the whole story behind that, but yeah, even like just just rent out the whole thing. Yeah. Like it's not that hard. Yeah. It's not that hard. What's a thousand dollars? And when they added the biggest payout ever. And it wasn't a big problem to add for. Well, oh, hold on. That's that's the, they weren't adding a payout from out of their own pocket. They got right. another sponsor to, to sign on late. So that's a little different. 
Um, that's just people nitpicking because they don't understand how sponsorships work. Um, but like I don't know, just just foresight. The foresight. We need to stop saying, "Oh, just, this is disc golf. We don't need that." And to like, hey, to, we're becoming a main like not a mainstream sport, but a bigger sport. We're yeah. on a much larger stage than we ever have been. Yeah. We need to have the foresight to be like, hey, we should make OB lines. Hey, we should make the top of our Mando big enough so that if someone misses it, we can see it. See it clearly. Yeah. Clearly. Right when that happened, I was like, it's a, it's a string. Like you can't have like a, and it sags a little uh, bit. Yeah. I don't care about the, I don't care about the sagging. Like if the That's, thing was cut out like this, but it was just like, it just needs to be so like easy to tell. That's all I care about. I don't care. Like yeah. if it was like duped in the middle, but it was still a big, big thing. thing I wouldn't yeah. care. I'm yeah. saying the, the dip in the middle from it being a string from the wind well, the dip, the dip in like, the middle what? is not from the wind. The dip in the middle is from being a string. Slack and well, I mean, but like the gravity, wind, man. What is it even moved. doing out there? You, you, so your your biggest issue is not the dip. It's just the string is too thin. Say that because that's what your biggest issue is. <laughs> you tell him what his so issue you can, is. No, no, because no, you can, so my you can see issue. It. My issue is the wind blowing the string. Maybe for it being too thin, whatever. But it's your dip is moving. You're because of the wind. Like it's not yeah, accurate for every single player. Yeah, let's make triple mandos better. Yeah, Absolutely. I'm actually starting to like mandos more than I used to. Sure, makes. Them I harder. think on some harder. some places it's necessary, not just for yeah. safety. That's the obvious reason. No, but sometimes it's necessary to make the shots better. I mean, a local one, so this won't hit you know nationally. But it's like Tracy Hole Eight or whatever. Yeah, that mando changes the hole completely. Yeah, yeah, 100 percent for sure. It's necessary in a lot of places. It is. I agree. Like that hole. I mean, the one we're arguing about, it would be a completely uh, different <laughs> hole if there was no mando. You can go it, wherever you it, want. It, it, a lot of people would probably putter. still throw the same shot a little higher forehand. Yeah. But, mm -hmm. uh, you know, we'd see some spike hyzers. Chris Dickerson throws a roller there. Nice. Backhand roller and just pimped it. I do like the creativity of that. I, you didn't see any rollers compared to the last, like, few tournaments in, as yeah, much. Yeah, with Portland which nice. and uh, OTB Open. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of the things I'm trying to figure out. How do we... Stop rollers at OTB Open. I think oh, there's one easy way, and it's kind of gimmicky, but it's just put a sponsor sign yeah. lining the fairway. I don't think it'll affect very many shots at all, but they will be forced to be air it. shots. Yeah, yeah. Dude, so I just want to run through the the Conrad shot from my perspective yeah. too. So we've we've talked about it a little bit, but it was so I I. When, and I watched them tap out on 17, and instead of watching the drive on 18, I go back around the pond through hole 16 and just kind of line the fairway on the back side of 18. And I was with uh, Nate Perkins, uh, Luke Humphreys, yep. Shasta Chris, and Tall Paul Omen. Yeah. And we're Paul's just nice. Yeah. super nice. That was the first time I met him. And, uh, we're just watching it and, you know, we're like, that's certainly like, that's James's homies. Mm -hmm. A few of them, you know, love Paul, love watching Paul compete. And I'm rooting for him a lot of the time, but was definitely pulling for James in this moment. And especially standing next to that group of fine folks. And so we watched the tee shot. Paul pimps his, mm -hmm. like it's, yeah. it's in a great spot. spot. Like super flirty. Inbounds yep. by. Very two, flirty. Did, did you, Maybe. so I love that they had a, a microphone on the tee pad. Mm-hmm. And if you hear him, he goes, get off the tree, get off the tree, get off the tree, get off the tree. Stay in bounds, stay in bounds, stay in bounds, stay in bounds. Yeah. 
Like, he knows exactly where it was headed uh-huh. and what it needed. That's where he was the round before, too. And then he gets yeah. the green flag, fist yeah. pump, like, mm-hmm. let's go. It's like, all right, you know, James still has a chance. And I even asked then, I think, too, I said, what's better for James to throw it in front of Paul so that Paul has to act first? Yeah. Or to throw it just behind Paul so that he gets to throw it and put the pressure on. So that's a question I'll pose to you guys right now. Let me know if I need to explain it again. But which which scenario would you prefer if you're James? I'd want to put it in front of him so I watch Paul through. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it forces him then to maybe go for it, which he's very competent at doing. I and think he would have to go for it then. Yeah. If, if James puts it out in front of Paul, then Paul has he, to go for it. I don't know. I guess it depends how much he... Trust his game as far as uh, I think trust they James's both game. trust their own and each, each other's, other's games. Other. Yeah, have a lot of respect for it. Oh, man, maybe you still lay that up tough. for Paul. Because I think of knowing Paul, Paul's just like I'm gonna win. You're you're playing to win. I think he went over it again in the Nick and Matt show, and he said that it was basically the only scenario where he was going to lay up is the one that happened. Yeah. You know, or if James throws OB, obviously yeah. there's there's yeah. other ones where if James makes a big mistake. But otherwise, he's going for it in most he, scenarios. He was yeah. in prime position where I felt like he was maybe throwing a buzz up. Straight, I think he, he had a more straight at it line. No, he threw a he threw a forehand zone last, okay. and the, okay. almost from the same spot. Yeah, he was like a little further. I think he got like onto the path rather than just before the path okay. in the last. That's a pump of a zone uphill. I yeah. believe forehand. you guys. I'm pretty sure he threw a forehand zone. Yeah. Not positive on that, but I'm pretty sure he threw forehand zone on that. Yeah. So of course James lays up. Paul makes the correct decision. Yeah. I don't care what anybody says. I'll argue that. Yeah, it's 100 percent the, the yeah. right decision. Yeah. Paul lays up in front of James, and then so we we were talking before James even laid up. We're going okay. Is he going huge sky Annie? Is he dropping a roller? How aggressive is he getting? I think I asked Nate because like that's his homie for real. It's like how close. What's James's jump putt distance? Like his comfortable oh, from, from jump his putt second distance shot. for his second shot. What's well, he doing no, on if he lays shot? up, like or like, how close does he need to get his second shot in order for it to be a jump putt? Because okay. that, in my mind, is like this is a realistic, makeable shot. Yeah. How close does he need to get? Because he's got range, like hundred, mm-hmm. hundred twenty. Yeah. yeah, and it, that's you know that's what Nate said is like somewhere in that range for him to be able to just jump putt and have like a reasonable chance of making it. And, you know, then, then we see him lay up. It's like, all right, this is probably over at that point. The, what are the odds? Like one in a thousand, like, I mean, he can make more than that, but in that moment, if there's betting lines, what are, what are the betting odds for James winning worlds? Yeah. Like one one in in 10,000. Dude, I almost feel like he made the wrong call to lay up so short. I don't disagree with you. Like (laughs) Like it obviously fucking worked. Yeah. Yeah. But like, how do you make the call to like, yeah, I'm going to lay up to 250. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder too, I bet his layup did go a little shorter than he wanted. Yeah. But he knew if he goosed it, it's over. Yeah. And you just messed up on a layup. Yeah. So yeah, obviously everything worked out <laughs> fine. So yeah, there we are. Like, uh, you know, we watch him lay up. We watch Paul lay up and everybody knows it's pretty much over. Paul's got his speech pretty much already written. <laughs> it's in the bag. You know, yeah. It's like at that point, Ugh. he is the world champion. It's just formality. Six time. We were talking about, do we take the buzz out of our bag and sell it? Yeah. I was like, I got buzzes on my wall. Yeah. Yeah. Or four time. Yeah. How are they going to get six claws on it? It's like <laughs> that animal doesn't even exist. Yeah. He's, he's breaking species. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, it was nuts. And then so it's the the five of us are like 50 feet back from the crowd, just kind of watching. We're staying in the shade because it's still a little hot out there. Um, And I like start to break away because I want to go up and see the action. I turn around and they're still kind of standing back there. Apparently Luke made his way all the way up into the gallery. Yeah. um, From the 19 million videos. Kevin over there pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm like just, I think, inside or outside like the grip six or dynamic walls that are there. Like perfect view of it, probably from James's perspective, like his back left 45 degrees and just watching the entire shot and he launches it up. Like, yeah, it might be a little too long, might be a little too angled, might be a little too like high left. Might be in. Yeah, and it just keeps going, keeps going and it goes in. Obviously, everybody's seen the footage a billion times now. The crowd freaking erupts. I don't think I made a noise. I just like probably rose my hands in the air and just like the most surprised (laughs) shock look on my face. And then I look back at the guys who are still standing there out of the crew I was with and just like go over there with them and celebrate. And then we watch Paul's shot after they calm down the pandemonium. And as soon as Paul throws like a decent shot... All of us are running to 16. to 16 and we're probably the closest out of anyone. So we were yeah. like, then we we're standing on top of the bleachers. No, this isn't the best view. And then we <laughs> go down to like the front and then, you know, we've got 10 minutes and now there's like 10 or 15 more players all swarmed in this group. It was nuts. And then we watch James's shot come in and we're pin high right of it again. And just like standing under it, you could see the disc spinning as it's like stalling over us. Backwards, yeah. And then it hooks. I think somebody was like, that's a little too short. And somebody else was like, that's a little too long. <laughs> and yeah. It's, it's like, all right, it's probably good then. To me, it's such a crazy shot to throw. Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of a stall push. over the tree. Oh, gotta mm-hmm. trust. The With disc. a beefy, like he just throws a beefy disc out. And like it just stalls and stops going forward, and then it just goes. All right, I'm going left. Drops so much trust. Yeah. yeah. So much trust, and, and obviously he, he had that whole dial yeah. every yeah. day. Yep. Yeah, I was there the day after he aced it. I didn't see the ace. I don't remember where I was for that. And he, like, the day after it, he was probably perfect height, perfect speed, and just like a foot short. I don't even know if it was more than a foot yeah. short yeah. on that second run through. And on then it. the he was like a little right. On the first shot on 16. Yeah. And then like pretty much perfect on the second shot pretty on 16. Pretty much perfect. Yeah, that was that was nuts. And then we watch Paul and we're seeing it. We go, that's too hot. You know, it bounces, yeah. it drops in the water. And instantly everybody, all the players around us, I don't think the fans had like totally caught on yet. They either didn't want to cheer for someone thrown in the water, which I totally get. Or they didn't recognize that, like, it was over, over right there. Yeah, yeah. Like, even if Paul hit it, if Paul hits it, he's putting a little pressure on, but, like... It's like a 12-footer, or 15-footer. Yeah. James and Paul were both in the zone that you flip it, no matter what, both of them are making Winning, that yeah. putt, or even one from, like, 20, 30 feet further. Like, they weren't missing much at all. Yeah. yeah. If Paul needed that stroke from the drop zone, he might have hit it, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he gave just... it a good run, a little low. He did, yeah. It was a little low, and I think he just... He knew it was over, too. But, yeah, that was instantly once Paul went in the water, it was like James just won Worlds. Yeah. In the craziest fashion ever. And, like, (laughs) the energy that was there for the next few hours. Like, we wanted to play the course. And I know Stanley, Greg, and Danielle did this the next day. But we were ready to play the course after that. 
the energy and the vibe that was going on there no, was such anything. that, yeah. yeah, we weren't going anywhere. We're just <laughs> kicking it with everybody. Greg's doing post round interviews, dressed like yeah. a Mormon, getting everybody <laughs> like, and he got some, he got some good gets too. He's talking to like Jamie's talking to Jonathan Gomez. He's talking to Corey. He's talking to Sean Jack. He's talking to Perks. He's talking to Zoe. Like that'll be a fun video to watch. Uh, to kind of just that getting, up. that sounds fun. Yeah. Getting people's raw reactions, probably like a, an hour or two after. So but I'll tell, nuts. I have a weird version. Like, I feel like I made the wrong and correct call. Uh, <laughs> I, I think I know was, where you're headed. I thought it was over and I got a phone call. I was going through some personal shit during it and I got a phone call. So I went in outside and took the phone call Yeah, and I heard everyone erupt. Yeah. And that feeling, that sound sent chills down my spine and I, <laughs> I hung up on my sister and ran inside Yeah, yeah. and I was like, what the fuck happened? Like, he made it. And I'm like. <laughs> Fucking what happened? Like, how did he make it? He made it. He fucking made it. So like, I didn't actually see it live, but I heard it live, and yeah. it was like just the same. Like, yeah. it didn't matter. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's borderline like Miami Heat. <laughs> yeah, where yeah. you're like you're out of the stadium, and you're like it's over, and people knew it was over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just watching because you want to see Paul get crowned. You know, and yeah, dude, I feel for Paul so bad. Obviously, he's not hurting. It's not like he hasn't gotten his first. But still, that means a lot, you know, for, yeah. for his legacy. He even said in his speech, and both him and Paige, class personified with, with like, how they lost. You mm-hmm. know it doesn't feel good to lose. Yeah. Super competitive, both of them. Both of them stuck around, accepted their award, mm-hmm. gave congratulations to their competitors. And Paul, in his speech, goes, I wanted to win this so bad. Um, my favorite, like, I don't even know how, what you call this, like, comment anyone said was like paul long term is the real winner here sure because this sport blew up and paul's the one that's going to rake the most yeah. money in sure and he's a giant part of the storyline which yep. will help break that money in yeah yep. but that's the setup for this story will always be james is going against mm-hmm. at least at this time the greatest player to ever play yeah and it took and, an ace and he's playing and a throw in yeah. to beat paul yeah yeah he was it's making crazy. huge putts. And he Dude, so he putted like he so well. So he good. putted like shit all week. Sure, and then he when wasn't, it mattered, he yep. putted like like hell. Clutch. Yeah, like it's so j- weird. There's an interesting argument going on too with Jizz. You know, is James's shot clutch or you know lucky? And it doesn't need to necessarily be just you know a spectrum between those yeah. two things. But Paul's putting and James's too, like yeah. 15. You know, we've, yeah. we touched on that, like. Clutch. Their play down the stretch between 12 and 18, where I think they only made like one mistake each, mm-hmm. and it was early on 12 and 13 each. Yep. Yeah. Um, they played flawless. That's incredibly clutch. Yeah. James what, birdied five or six in a row to yeah, end, to including it. the playoff. Yeah, I think he just he just missed 13 where he laid up, but he got the very tough 12th six in and a row. everything through it. You know, six in a row. Everything after that. And Kev with that giant grenade shot on fourteen. Do you, he throws the the modified grip on that. He too. does, yeah. Little uh, knuckle grip. I'm little, curious like, to test that out. I hope it hurts. It hurt my thumb I just hope holding. It hurts. No, I, I was gonna say I hope it hurts less, and then I sure started talking and because that, that just holding that hurts my thumb. Yeah, like the way he holds it. That shot hurts my thumb, especially if it's early in the morning. No matter what, just the normal grenade grip. 
he gets his his like index finger oh, on that's yeah, it's yeah. on top it's the of rim, I think, yeah. and then he pinches that down. Yeah, yeah. something like it. that. I think if you tried it like that, it'd be a little more comfortable. He showed it to me, and I forgot. He showed it to me at OTB Open. Yeah, that I was, was a little nuts, inebriated though. when he told me though. He, like I was watching it from so probably pin high, like a hundred feet right of him. I was next to, I was pretty close to his tee shot position and then he hit a tree and kicked over there and I stayed from about where he threw. And so he's like 50, 60 left of that. And I think I was next to Sean Jack and I go, he's looking up. (laughs) And I thought he was going to throw some like giant Annie turnover or something. And I think I might actually have video of that. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, he's just taking this insane route and no one sees it but him land. And so there's no reaction and you just hear him clap Dude, and fist pump. Yeah. The camera is sick because like you like you are watching it live and like the cameraman like catches the end of like he sees it coming down or something. Yeah. And like just zooms over and you see a pot like cloud of dust. Yeah. And Doss goes is that Kev's disc? <laughs> and nobody really knows. Like yeah. everyone's like, uh, I don't know. And then like they come over, like he's like stoked. Yep. And you hear some claps. Like you hear like four claps. I think once people saw his reaction, they're like, yeah. oh, it's good. it's good. And so yeah. they clap I can a little clap. bit. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then they get up, they're like, oh, that is, that is Kev's disc right there. It made contact yeah. on the way up too. Oh, you could it? hear it from our end. And he still went a little bit long, so that even like got it closer, which just shows the amount of power that he has. That shot's probably a little over three. What's it? The whole th- what's the little short hole to start? Like it's like hole three or four, maybe. He was throwing it on two. Two is that what it is? Yeah, across throwing- the river. Oh, yeah, dude, that shot. That's I haven't insane. seen that one. I didn't see dude, him throw it I in have, person. I'll yeah, find the picture. Went the other direction. The last the, two the, rounds. The best yeah. video I saw of it was like him from the front. I, mean, I might not be the front, might be the back left. Mm-hmm. And his like body angle is just like insane. Dude, his body angle yeah. all the time, time is insane. Yeah. No, but this is like, dude, he makes like a 90 degree angle with the side of his hip and like his back. Yeah. And it's like this, just like. Homeboy's just kicking a field goal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but crazier. It's yeah, like, I don't even so. know, understand. Like, that's like, the steepest like hyzer angle I've ever base. seen. Yeah. But, like sliding into second base almost. It's like a lefty submariner. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like it's Yeah, that was nuts. Dude, it, between him and James, they have the most interesting just straight up walking style. Where yeah, Kev's just like, like so bendy. He's bends like with the hips. Uh, yep, and his knees too. He's always yeah. got like a little action in his lower yep. body. And then homeboy Jesus just floats. Like <laughs> the holy shot, bounced. James Conrad Dude, just floats. Someone was like, Why is it called the holy shot? Like, is there a religious significance? And they're like, Oh, someone's like, It's meme culture. He looks like white Jesus. Got the JC initials. Yeah. And like the, yeah. like everything's just the way he walks. It's all there. It's all there. Yeah. They were wanting him to jump in the pond after. And I'm like, I think he'd just float. <laughs> I don't Dude, think he'd go in. My favorite fucking thing about it is they. Uh, Zoe comes up and hands him a bottle of champagne. Yeah. And he looks at it. He's like, what do I do with this? And then chugs it. <laughs> well, and then Jordan, his girlfriend, comes in, like, gives him a big old hug. I don't think he swallows any of what he took yeah. in. <laughs> he just, like, spits it all out. It's all foam anyways. Yeah. You know what, it's dude? Great. Live it up, man. Like, so absolutely pumped for him. Couldn't yeah. have happened to a nicer, better human. Yeah. Like, just. He's so nice insanely stoked for him and for that family that travels together. That's like perks, James and Jordan. Yeah. 
You got Paige, uh, Paige and Alyssa. You got Missy and Tom. Paul, I feel like Paul Oman's there a lot. Yeah. Paul's there a lot. I think you got Zoe and Dustin. Mm-hmm. Like there's and yeah. Connor now is just a tight knit family that I feel extremely lucky that we are now some small part of. Dude, it was like yep. the same group that was at Paige's birthday. Yeah. Yep. For sure. Yeah. 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 Or, she, at the, or at the the takeover that we threw at yep. Cast Iron. Mm-hmm. The nice little party there. It's like it's the so same fun. crew, and you could see like Paige obviously went through a devastating loss, mm-hmm. you know, on that last hole, and she's feeling some type of way that we can only imagine. Her reaction was so pure. Yeah. Her reaction's oh, so pure, and then the rest of the night, like she's just lit up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you know, again, it just went through a very tragic, you know, personal career moment. And she's winning it next year. For sure. She's going to be the odds on favorite for a minute. Yeah. I mean, and Katrina is amazing. Katrina's great. But I don't know. There's some, I think Paul and Paige are both winning it next year. I'm putting my yeah, money on them until people give me a reason otherwise. Yeah. And yeah. even more so right after they both lost. And sure. Like, dude, they were both up one on the last hole. I'm putting some money on Kev next year too, though. Oh yeah, he's Kev's been there, dude. So good too. He's, he's fucking, gonna come around. I love his ad. When the post he made before Worlds, where he made a it's a picture of the road. Yep. And he goes, "I'm going to fight for the world championship." All caps. All caps. Yeah. And I'm like, "Fuck Saw yeah, that. that's my dude right yes. there." Dude, apparently he was battling like an ear infection or something the whole week too. Damn. Like ear in a lot of pain, can't really hear right, and just battling, 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 battling until the course said. Nope. I mean, he juiced it a little bit. He had to juice yeah, it a little bit a on touch, that 16. But, but it was like, it's so, such a fine line there. And then everything that happened after it on 16 is just, just kicking like a guy while he's down. down. Yeah. He's probably out unless they, you know, James Messed and uh, so Paul were making mistakes, but they weren't. On on our video, we have of his putt where he misses the, the chain out. You hear like, come on. And yeah. it's definitely Kev. It's 100% Kev. Like, yeah. just like, ah. Why you gotta do me like that? Yeah, yeah. dude, and he, he took it like a took it like a champ. You know he wasn't happy, but didn't throw a fit in the slightest. Yeah. He's young; he's like twenty four. You yeah. know, he could I hope easily he knew have that he played really well. And there's one put up pic- a good fight. There's yeah. one picture that I think is gonna go down in the history books forever, and it's a picture of Conrad, Paul, and Kev sitting on like a big ass wooden bench, fucking with shit. It's whole three. Yeah. Yep. Is it hole three? It's hole three at the top of the hill. Oh, uh, I yep. feel like it was later in the tur- in the. Oh. Maybe they showed it later. I don't know. It was but one where they had the target behind it. And yeah, he was messing with and the he wood. was definitely messing okay. with the wood. But earlier they were sitting there, mm-hmm. and they're all three just sitting there. Yeah, and it just looks such, like so cool. And it might have been earlier. It could have yeah. been. I, I picture like ten, and I think fourteen. They have like a little like, fence and yeah. a target right behind them. Could yeah. be any of those. I know I saw a picture this morning of them on hole three where they're just kind of chilling. It might have been that though too. Yeah. But it was just like such a good picture. And Calvin, man, like he played, easily oh, could have been a lot of bets placed on For him sure. that day. That, that Kyle. first day he missed four yep. or five putts by three inches. Or last so, day too. Yeah. Last day too, yeah. Last day they were all yeah. low last day. Mm-hmm. What a battle though. Like... And certainly it does cover up some of the issues and controversy that happened during the week. But put that aside, focus on the positive. Like the battle on the FPO side and the MPO side was so captivating. Yeah. Yeah. Every day. Every day, like looking at the scores, I'm just like, man, this is so close the whole time. That's a testament of how good everyone is now, how deep the field is. And more than anything else. Like depth, yeah. Like every like, there are twenty five names every week that could win. Yeah, on there the MPO side, on the MPO side, and there's 
10 to 15 on the FPO side. Yeah, and it's never been like that before yeah. for either. There's f- people who t- finish like top, not even top 20, top 25 because they had a bad last round or last two rounds that were in the lead card and then just lost it and yeah. ended up way down Emerson there. You know, was they, a, yeah, like Emerson. 14th or something like yeah. that. And Rick wasn't even involved and he was like, right. he was close. I think mm-hmm. he finished seventh, but right. like... Mm-hmm. Rick so, wasn't in contention late, and you know easily could yeah. be. There have been three, including this year, there have been three times ever where the uh, winner shot 1050 rated golf the whole time or better. Mm-hmm. And uh, the two other times were 2012 and 2014, and both first and second both shot 1050. And this year, five players shot 1050. Just pushing. That's a lot. Yeah. Pushing. People are getting better. Yeah. Can't Every, wait to, to watch it all unfold. Yeah. Crazy. All right. what this is what are you doing today like what made you click it yeah, please let us know what this is supposed to be and then we'll do it and you'll listen to it we'll give you whatever you want you want <laughs> the news or you want like a disc golf news of the day oh yeah okay is it a i podcast? can do that yeah i think we can do that we, we pulled that off right yeah we've got aaron too hard, right aaron's over here yep aaron's over here right aaron yep aaron. we've got jared jared yep jared, jared. Jared. I, i've got Almighty me jared. i've got me i'm danny We've got the news. I think we have all the components. Wait, who's who, who does Bucket. the weather again? Who's doing the weather? Kyle ah. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's me. I'm doing the weather. Thanks, Kyle. Yeah, no problem. Weather. Kyle Kuhn. Every time. Nailed it. If we need a really long show, that's the intro. <laughs> <laughs> Not much happened today. Play the long intro. We have quotas we got to hit. Certain <laughs> time. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a wrap. Hey!